ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू फ्रेंड्स वी कम टू द सब्जेक्ट ऑफ योगा इन द भगवद गीता And Krishna is saying to Arjuna, <clears throat> Now hear the wisdom of yoga, equipped with which, O Partha, you will break the shackles of karma. Karma is energy. Karma is that uh, every, every time you do something wrong, there's a little vortex of energy which settles in your spine. Somebody asked me the other day, How come I'm meditating? I'm doing the right thing. Why can't I get... break through this heaviness in me well it's all those little weights in your spine pulling you pulling you downward sucking you downward all the wrong deeds i mentioned somebody who came to mount washington to become a monk and he wasn't accepted and i think it was maybe because he himself left but somebody said what a pity he's not here and master's comment was my guru's comment was if you could see the karma he had more hard work to do before he could get onto that path that would help him to move quickly but each of these karmas each of these vortices they're little eddies of energy in that stream of conscious movement consciousness moving upward and downward mind you now we're talking entirely in terms of energy now in energy i said that the uh, fourth stage of the patanjali eight-limbed path or eight-fold path is pranayama and during kali yuga which we have come out of now contrary to modern indian belief the dark age is no longer we are in dwapara in the age of energy and i could justify that time but not today in dwapara they didn't know anything about energy and so prana was entirely related to the breath but in truth prana means above all energy and why would it mean both energy and breath because the two are very intimately related when your energy is disturbed your breath becomes disturbed if your energy is confused you find yourself you can't breathe smoothly and uh, when you um find that there's something that you really pleases you you've been given a beautiful present <gasps> Isn't that your first reaction? You inhale. And when something disappoints you, oh, that was not what I wanted. You see, even in our breathing, there's a connection with the the energy in the spine. When you see something good, you inhale because the energy is moving up in the spine. The source of the breath is the energy moving in what are known as the ida and the pingala nadis or nerve channels. in the spine if you take the skeleton of a fish you'll see those two little lines going on either side of the spine those in your body are the ida and the pingala they write it ida but there's a dot under the i and the way to pronounce that that d with the dot under is r you have your tongue at the back and push it forward so ida and pingala anyway it's a little lesson in the, in the, accents and pronunciation but uh, the point is that the ida 
channel that takes you upward is accompanied, even though it's elusive, it's your reactive process. We have to go beyond the reactive process, but again here where is where yoga comes in handy. Usually people react out there, but if you can understand that your real reactive process is inside, I'm enjoying that present because of an upward movement in my spine. The present has raised uh, energy in me, and it's by my own energy that I'm enjoying, not the fact of that present, not even just the fact that I've defined it as something pleasurable, and therefore I react pleasurably. But get to the reaction itself, it's this upward movement of energy in the spine. And when you're unhappy or depressed or anything, there's a downward movement. And you'll see this in people's posture, in the way they sit, in the way they look, in the way they move. People who are happy all the time, it looks as if they're almost ready to dance, to fly. There's a lightness in their consciousness. And people who are unhappy, uh, and their, their body sags forward, everything looks down, they're down, their eyes look down, their mouth turns down. Everything, the energy moving downward in the, in the spine is what's causing that downward movement. Now, obviously, I said that the energy flow is what is accounted, uh, what accounts for the breath. Obviously, every time you inhale, it, it would be absurd to see people breathing. <laughs> it would be absurd. But it is a truth that underlying your breathing, there is an inner energy that is going more upward or more downward. We have to be concerned not with just that little nudging energy that brings the energy in and up, which causes the inhalation, but we have to con be concerned over that general tendency toward upness or that general tendency toward negativity, toward downness. Positiveness, a positive attitude, or a negative attitude. These don't depend on the world outside you. They depend on you. Yogananda used to say if they're Two negative people in a class, they'll always smell each other out. Well, we have to try to mix with positive people. The company that you keep has a very definite effect on you. You know, where there's a flow of energy, there's magnetism, a flow of magnetism. And this is true in electricity, and it is much more true even on a spiritual level. So people whose energy is basically up, they will emit a positive energy and people will enjoy being with them. Or if their energy is down, people will feel pulled down by it. And mind you, negative people don't like being around positive people. They're sort of grumbling, oh, you're always seeing things in sentimental ways. This is reality. What is real? It depends on your own, the way it affects you and your attitude, what you, what you take of it. Things are either, neither positive nor negative. They are neutral. Every experience is neutral. The most glaring disappointment, failure, tragedy, if you can take it in the right way, it won't hurt you. But your reaction to life is what determines whether your life will be pleasing or displeasing. So the first thing we need to do is gain control over the breath. When the inhalation is stronger than the exhalation, then you will be more positive. What we want to do finally is balance the two. But when your exhalation is stronger, then it's negative. In sleep, the exhalation is two times as long 
as the inhalation. There's a whole science of breath. And in the end, what you find is that your breath being sucked out of your body and you go breathless because that means that the energy has been drawn at the base of the spine into the deeper spine, the sushumna. And that is when the energy can rise in the spine toward the brain and bring you enlightenment. Mind you, this is a very universal but also very deep study, and I can't cover it easily in 10 minutes, but I can give you a little taste. And I think sometimes a little taste is perhaps the best way to get into a subject. So, joy to you.